The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read Dropper and Turn Wilson or his wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read Dropper and Turn Wilson or his wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I are going through the new X-Men series uh, from Marvel, a.k.a. Disney, a.k.a. your corporate overlords. Uh, this is yep. Grant Morrison's run starting in 2001. We are on issue 124 uh, up till now. All hell is basically broken loose because Andre Nova has taken over the Empire, the Shi'ar Empire, and is killing and basically bringing that whole thing to destruction as I'm about to launch an attack onto the Xavier campus. Gary, how are you today? I'm good. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about these issues, which like have some dodgy art, but really is kind of the wrap up of the first set of arcs, Mm -hmm. you know, of this. Um, And, you know, I think that we both agree. Like I like the, the back half of this book. Um, This is the stronger half, I think. Yes. You know, the, the Cassandra Nova saga is really good. Um, And uh, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun dialogue. Yeah. Uh, in this like the weird thing we talked about this uh last episode these these issues are fun they're kind of funny and like adventuresome yeah yeah especially uh, the know? scott and um zorn stuff i think is all really like, really good comedy it, it, yeah straight man and straight man like it's <laughs> real weird <laughs> it's 48 it's hours with, all... with nick nolte and, <laughs> and not nick nolte <laughs> and also nick nolte it's it's the three stooges mo mo and mo oh man you know it's, it's <laughs> always get tickets on the off nights god damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's uh it's just it's it's pretty fun you know they they do great like good characterization and stuff so i'm excited to talk about those and other than that i'm doing good this is the first uh, episode of this we record in the new year yes it is um, as i'm saying on all the shows just in case people only listen to one uh thanks everybody who donated and tuned into duckstream it was really uh, appreciate it uh it was an absolute blast and um if you were there for my segment i'm sorry about all the feet stuff <laughs> uh, yep i i now so i don't uh you know, I don't listen to to uh, Monster of the Week. Of course not. And <laughs> why would sleeping you? <laughs> during? I was sleeping during your segment, so all I I pick up of like Jeremy memes is uh, secondhand, and it's just like every once in a while, Twitter will be like my text, you know, shooting you a picture of a foot with a wink or something. Yep. And I'm like, what the the fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on with Jeremy's foot thing? Um, which you know. Whatever. I don't want to kink shame you. No, no, it's uh, not. It's not even that. It's, just, it's one of those memes that have just um, it, it's not even really a meme. It's just uh, it's just a, it's not even an inside joke. It's just a joke that has evolved into. And you, you and Cole have had this before where you and Cole make a joke and then the audience takes it and just runs with it. And mm-hmm. then it's it becomes its own thing to the point where you don't want to make the joke on the podcast anymore. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah. So that was, it's essentially that, except I had, um, my, my guest for that was, uh, a woman named Mimi 
and she's very much into Genichiro and Sekiro, and we start talking about uh, who has the best feet in Sekiro, and then it was all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a good time and fun, and you guys did great, by the way, just an outstanding outpouring of, of donations and goodwill and everything. So, yeah, you, you and Cole yeah, and, yeah, I mean, and you, the rest you, of the you crew too, did man. great. <clears throat> That's not you, it's like, a, not like you're not part of this, man. Like, we did great. It's true. Coalition victory. Yeah, you you did twenty four hours. I did I did two. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was it was good. It nearly killed everybody. Yes, uh, on our side. The only person who was fine was Nick, and that's because he's four years old. Um, the um, yeah. Have you considered like actually getting into feet sexually now that you have the reputation for it? Not at Just all. Because like, not why really. not? No, no. Because okay. it's because like. Uh, and and here's the thing is like it it could be just fine, but pe- sure. but, but but like if you do any like amount of research on the internet, like the wiki feet thing, which I know you've come across in your sure. travels, like I just oh, yeah. don't want to be associated with those kind of dudes. Like yeah, I don't well, no, no, no. I don't want to talk about any of my <laughs> sexual kinks on anything out in public, right? Like that's for me and Autumn and our au pair. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I definitely don't. <laughs> I definitely don't want to be one of the guys that like have a Wikipedia about my fetish either. Like it's just yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Like reply guys. The people are just like straight up on Twitter just responding to a Ocasio Cortez would just like show us your feet. Yes. Yeah. Uh and then like, you know, like the one of the writers from uh Rick and Morty uh that I started following recently, um, whose name has just escaped me, so sorry about that. But she someone uh, like DM'd her was like, Hey, can I be your pay pig? And she was like, <laughs> she had to like, she tweeted it out. She was like, had to go look up what a pay pig was. And she's like, you, I will, uh, I refuse to answer that question for less than $50. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like what's your Venmo? And he, she's like, I don't know what else to do about this. Y'all. This yeah, is weird. <laughs> what, what, what did I back into? Oh no, uh, something is very wrong. I refuse to answer that question for, for less than $50. It's really funny to me though. That's very, that's, re- that's really good. And um, yeah, and he, she would got 50 bucks to say like, no. no please don't do that <laughs> no. so yeah um, not a foot guy anyhow. not gonna be a foot guy um yeah. just just you know like, the, pay pig. like my plain normal sex with a little bit of weirdness involved that i'm not going to talk about yeah. publicly yeah yeah, yeah. pay pigs um let's get into uh speaking Zorin, of pay pigs <laughs> who is psychopathist pay pig in terms of being a buddy um, can we talk about the cover of this for a second? Can we talk about just, wait, platonic pay pigs? Is that what you were just proposing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you $50 if you give me a high five and tell me my Facebook yeah, post man. was cool. Hell yeah, platonic pay pig. What up, my pl- platonic pay pig? Oh my god. <laughs> so weird. I don't think this is the first time we've come up on the, uh, the title of the episode this early. That's probably um, true, yeah. <laughs> um, so the cover of this, we got Zorn. He's sniffing some uh, tater chips uh, with salt and weird energy is coming out of them. I've always liked this cover. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I got, I got nothing to say other than that. I just think it's a great cover. It's just, it's just really silly. I think it's like, yeah. it has nothing to do with what's going on in the inside of the book, which is something that used to really bother me about comics, but I've just given well, up on nowadays. That is, um, that was a remit of this era. That was, uh, so um, the editors at this time, uh, Kasada and uh, Hamas, uh, were saying that, covers should be things they could use for other art like pinup style stuff like you want to just have an iconic image of the care of a character on the cover and the reason to do that was so you could then use that for trading cards or posters or what have you oh that makes sense yeah if you're, so if you're a capitalist like it made it made comics really anonymous at the time mm-hmm. um and then like when when a book would not do that it was awesome like um ecstatics has really great covers that don't do that yeah generally so um yeah so we begin uh we have you know we cyclops and zorn got zapped 
and kidnapped up onto this thing and they're being uh being interviewed um by a guy with a smash brothers symbol on his chest and uh he's <laughs> this is daddy smash i've been looking for him da- daddy smash uh you unlock and again just the, the tone of this that's that's very cute is zorn being like is this typical of life with the x-men I think, well sometimes it's quiet too yeah and this uh, is they're the- hanging upside down and this is the first time that you really get an idea that the art in this this particular issue is going to be kind of bad, dude. Um, we are still in the we're still in the Cordy zone. Uh, there's the worst Wolverine ever in the next issue, I think. Yes, uh, where him addressing Super Guardian, where he does not look like a human. Like I, I think he looks like a weird half rat man. You know, in it, it's <laughs> yeah. just, like, it gets really disgusting. Uh, and you know, Super Smash Daddy here like looks pretty all right. You know. Yeah, uh, but everyone else is just like off model and shitty. Yeah, it, and and they do like Cyclops especially really bothers me in this issue. Um, but all of this stuff is good because like G Type is basically being they're like, oh, we're going to start the purification, uh, and we're going to do that with atmospheric cremation. And I'm just loving Grant Morrison making up a bunch of not making up a bunch of words, but just having a good time with his vocabulary. Yeah, making fun of you know the Shi'ar is like Byzantine. Mm-hmm. religious practices and and they see through it you know they're like hey you know we're gonna, you're gonna they're gonna shoot us in the space they're gonna shoot us at the earth um <laughs> which you know. i mean in, in x-men the ways that x-men die like that's got to be up there right like if you got oh, yeah. shot at earth that's pretty good yeah it basically happened to kitty pride oh um, i know that's exactly what i was they, thinking about <laughs> yeah, yeah um, how yeah, silly that fucking gigantic death. bullet is jesus Christ. yeah mega bullet yeah oh, um God. so so basically uh they're doing the same thing that's going to happen. Any kind of mind control story, I always get a little annoyed where every character has to try to talk, you know, everyone has to realize mm-hmm. that someone's being mind controlled and try to talk, you know, come to your senses. You're being, you know, you're being manipulated. Yet that conversation happens a lot in this arc. This is, happens at least a little quick uh, here where, uh, you know, Cyclops, like they know the X-Men know these people. It's like, hey, don't, you know, don't do this. Yeah. We're friends, G-Type. Like, you know me, this is stupid. But Lalandra comes in with uh, Cassandra Nova in Charles Xavier's body with the big Psy cocoon. And basically just says like, nope, you know, uh, the, we actually have to cleanse the mutants from the earth. We actually know you're Cassandra Nova. Me and Lalandro barely survived an encounter with her, but I'm Charles now and it's time to kill all the mutants. And, uh, everyone's standing around like, Jim mm. Halpert face. I imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, <laughs> this all looks incredibly bad. I do like that. She's that Cassandra Nova has taken over, uh, Xavier's like life and just said like, Oh, I'm just a nude guy now. That's my, that's my, totally. <laughs> that's my costume. It's just me nude. I'm just going to put my donger on display for the whole fucking world. And she are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, at some point during this arc, Professor Xavier decided not to wear clothes the same way Childish Gambino decided not to wear clothes. I know. I'm here for both, like, to be honest with you. Let's, yeah. get, let's get it going. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and, and like literally, like there, there's a, a issue that ends right before full, full frontal Charles Xavier to all of his students. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're into, if you're into that. I am. Um, I've, been, I've been watching The Watchmen. I got all my blue donger that I need. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm looking for my white donger. Yeah, I've got to collect them all. Yep. Get, all, get, all five, get, get all five colors of mana of donger. And then uh, cast the uh, Sliver Queen. So, uh, this is a joke from Baron Wade. Um, <laughs> in case he's listening. Um, this 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 kind of concludes with like uh, G Type shooting Cyclops in the face with his like 
living plasma beam or something. I don't really know Jitai's mm-hmm. powers. I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna bother to learn now. And I just I love Zorn's line here because she's like, he is not mad. Scott is my friend. What is this world yeah. of liars? <laughs> what is this world of liars? Oh, one of the Zorn. things, you know, we'll talk about the twist uh <clears throat> in this at some point. But one of the things, the reason, you know, the twist is controversial, not everybody in the Slack liked it. I've heard people don't like it. One of the things is just how silly Zorn is. Like, there's an issue we're going to cover in this recording session, um, probably, that is him writing a letter back to the, the mansion. Mm-hmm. And he's just so, like, perfectly, uh, you know, he's playing them. Like, that that kind of dialogue, that awkward, like, ah, yes, my friend, you are very pure and I am a healer. Like, all of that kind of uh, speech is him fucking around. It's what people think that Zorn would be. Yeah. You know, as this, like, this guy who was in this monastery, who is this, like, other kind of, like, almost like exoticized you know uh like oh this chinese american mystic who has this like power we can't comprehend like of course he speaks in these half wisdoms and and the stilted way of speaking just really trading on the x-men's like latent racism right a little bit right like that's kind of what i was getting at but i I don't think that's entirely off off model you know off base it's a it's Um, weird and i guess we should probably say this for when we actually talk about what the twist is but i was just sitting here thinking about like other times that a character is reported to be good and then you know they pull off the mask and actually they were evil the whole time and man i just i can't stop thinking about that season one of the good place right like that the reveal at the end of that and you're like oh "Oh, shit like ted dances (laughs) (laughs) that laugh is one of the best uh best moments of tv yeah absolutely uh, right there um so uh cyclops is trying to convince Lalandra you know, hey, don't commit genocide in Cassandra Nova's name. Um, she spits in his face and says, hey, the insertion team, um, you are go. We cut over to the insertion team. We're down to the mansion um, full of like a couple, uh, you know, Imperial Guardians that we've met before. But also this is just Grant Morrison having some fun making up new dudes. Good, good. Because I like I yeah. like and hate all of these dudes at the same time. <laughs> it, it's, you know, but the, the banter, like it, it's very goofy. Like, you know, to them, this is just a day job. You know, which, which I really, I really like. Like Neosaurus is complaining that's cold. You know, usually if we have a G type here, at least his his skin is a consistent six thousand degrees Kelvin. You know, like yeah, it gets warm up next to him. Um, they're kind of bantering because to them this is just like, well, you know, another day, another dollar. Let's go kill a mansion full of people. And I just like you know? the like going into that banter point. Um, the Oracle like has a line of remember that time we were sent in to raise the anti heaven of Adun. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but I kind of, kind of here for that. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds Grant better Morrison. than the dark souls three DLC. Anyway, let's go <laughs> <laughs> anti heaven. I fucking love the anti heaven. Like, yeah, that, that is uh extremely Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course someone's like, no, I don't, I don't actually understand your concept of memory. Super like, good. You know, just, it's, it's fun. Uh, you know, they're, they're talking about this. Uh, Neosaurus is still complaining about the heat. And says, like, oh, you know, I'd like to be treated with respect. I have one of the most amazing minds in the galaxy. And as soon as they say he'd like to be treated with respect, Wolverine jumps out of some bushes and claws his brain out. Yeah, uh, th- here. this is pretty messy, too. Like, I think when when I complain about the art, it's just like, what is happening in the screen? Oh, dude. And, like, and that, there's there, a there lot of People disappear constantly. There's a part later uh, that's coming up with um, where uh, Emma Frost is being escorted by, like, a big strong dude who just leaves he just disappears <laughs> he's just not like there the anymore blo- yeah the blocking is horrible in this book yeah like uh it's actually when i say there's a point i mean the next page um has uh so you know wolverine does that and then we're supposed to be cutting over to another group so it still has oracle it still has manta 
you know, um, but then uh, Super Guardian uh, shows up mm-hmm. there. Uh, what's his head? Um, and then they uh, are also near Emma Frost. Yes. With and like they- not not colossus with not with star colossus i guess is what you would call him um yeah they've got they got emma frost in this weird like psionic headgear thing uh like it's it looks like a metal like thing with no eyes or nose openings at all uh so it's just like a solid sphere helmet that she's put on her head um kind of like alfred's the the executioner had almost except not quite as tall um yeah but yeah, they they have uh, not only Emma Frost, but the Stepford Cuckoos and Angel. Um, and very quickly, the Stepford Cuckoos kind of take over Oracle um, and and set her mind, like make her go crazy, I guess. Like put her, they say yeah. like, put her, I'm going to put you on a track in your head that's hard to get off of. And like in the real world, she's holding on to like a roller coaster thing or something. I don't know what's happening there. So in the, in the mind world, she's holding onto a roller coaster. And then the real world, she's kind of gripping and staring. Yeah. So and like all those super guardians just left. You know all the other ones, yeah. They're just like there were, we're leaving, we're leaving Oracle in charge. We're, we're idiots. Like it just, and they just disappear. The blocking, actually. Now that I'm looking at Star Colossus is shown flying away. Yeah, but that also background. doesn't make any sense. Like he just did. He just bring Emma over and was like, "I'm just going to set you and your exposed cleavage out right here, and then I'm going yeah. to I'm going to peace out. See ya." <laughs> yeah, the the blocking is uh, is not good. Yeah. Um, and the so left there after they take care of Oracle, they're left with stuff. Who is the uh, the super guardian who uh, disguised himself as a uh, the boyfriend for one of the stuff for cuckoos and uh, Angel uh, punches him in the face, which distracts him long enough for the stuff for cuckoos to get into his mind as well and revert him back into his like slug form. Yes, um, and then they decide that they are the resistance, and uh, they ask yeah. Angel, who has more experience fighting than the stuff for cuckoos do. Do you have any idea how to fight superheroes? And she says, yeah, dirty, which I think is really, yeah. really good. It's real good. There's also a great moment. Again, the writing here is really good. Even the art is sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about uh, this thing where the Stepford Cuckoos are making up and they're, they're talking about stuff. And it's like, you know, your boyfriend turned an ugly space frog and he goes, at least I'm not stuck in one hard shape. Just like you solidoids are. <laughs> and it works like stuff. You've already been cautioned against morphism. <laughs> and, like, <it> just. <laughs> <laughs> like the sensitivity training that the CR went to for morphism. Um, <laughs> Stuff has a, had a heated, heated gamer moment in the CR yeah, part one time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the S word gamer has logged on to, uh, That's to on to, solidoids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, I was just, uh, I was just on Twitch and, uh, you know, I just got angry. So I had to say solidoid. Um, um so from there we cut over to, uh, Gene and Hank. Um, and if yep. you remember the last issue, we actually, the, X-Men had invited a whole series of news crews uh, to come in and interview them about the X-Men and uh, what they do at the school. Now that it's under attack, Jean has basically taken over all of these people's mind and are hurting them. I think she says at some point, yeah, like a, like a flock of birds into a safety area, but she's feeling really yep. gross about doing it. Like, and it's obviously has a huge strain on her while all of that's going on. Hank is explaining that, yes, there's nano sentinels. <laughs> She's like, I don't have time yep. for any of this nano sentinel bullshit. Hank. <laughs> yeah. No negativity right now. Uh, and Hank just keeps trying to say it. And she looks like shit. Like everyone is having a bad time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause these nano sentinels, like they've been there for a long time and they've ramped up. You, know, you yes. get the impression. Like we find out later what the nano sentinels actually do are killing white blood cells. So they are getting diseased. Like they're getting, you know, their bodies are not cleaning themselves out. They're getting blood poisoning and septic shock and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, here. And and Hank is just kind of trying to tell her what's going on. Like she's keeping her eyes on the prize, and he's just like, "Yeah, there are super guardians on the roof." And she's like, "Hey, there, the, you know, you'll be safe here. There's ten ten feet of steel walls. 
He's like, yeah, they can punch through mountains. <laughs> like, you know, they can, they can melt steel. Uh, this is, this is crazy. And, uh, he tells her as they herd everybody through the, into the vault, he tells her like, Hey, if, if somebody gets close, self-destruct Cerebro, I'm going to go fight these dudes. <clears throat> yeah. Specifically, I'm going to go recover my self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> Just which I like. So, so we get a little, uh, couple page action shot mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, a few pages of beast again, you know, we don't really, I assume they were in the basement near the danger room or whatever. Now they're up in the lobby because the blocking in this issue is not good. Um, with Beast fighting a couple of the Super Guardians, um, you know, he's basically monologuing about, you know, how great he is. Like, oh, I'm invisible, invisible. Like, I, I have enhanced senses, you know, in a beastly way, fighting two people off. Uh, however, a flying one comes in who says, like, I got the Phoenix. Um, she's wearing mind armor. And then Jean Grey Kung Fu, Kung Fu's her to death. I love this Kung Fu scene because they, they all yeah. they expect from the Phoenix is telepathic or a telekinetic yeah. attack. And she just literally fucking Kung Fu's her, this chick down to the ground. And like, there's one of the scenes and it's kind of structured poorly, but like some of the mutant kids are like looking and they're all like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> also the two mutants that, um, uh, Hank is fighting are called fader and ultraviolet, which both are, I think are, uh, strains of weed. Well, I was gonna say Kanye West songs, but either one, oh. like, <laughs> so yes um so they've they've fought off a couple of these super guardians uh here and more super guardians kind of show up like again the bad blocking uh gene gray says hank we switch over to hank fighting a whole new group of these guys yes um find this thing called squirm um you know cuts it open and squirm is leaking uh, out of the suit um he gets zapped and you think that it's like, okay, they're going to get sterilized, but then Wolverine has stolen a flight patch from Neosaurus and is now flying around. And again, one of the worst blocked, like having, you know, the idea, I can understand the fun of like having Wolverine flying around doing all these stabs. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fun. Uh, this does not convey this visually very well. I'm a, uh, I, this should be like one of the coolest things that happened in this issue. Like seeing Wolverine flying around and stabbing dudes should be super fucking cool. And instead, it just looks kind of messy, and you don't really know what's going on. Yep. I am. The, can yeah. we talk about the the lady um, <laughs> who is like half black and half white, and like not like like literally white and literally black, like hard colors? And then yeah. like he he like stabs her, and then there's two of them, and one is all white and one is all black. <laughs> yep. What is yeah. He, also, they're naked. <laughs> yep. And then he smacks their heads together like two stooges. Yeah. You know, so like like a couple of mo's. Um, it's a, it's really, really weird. I don't know who that super guardian is supposed to be. I don't either. uh, What happened exactly. Um, you know, do not understand. A a lot of this Uh, is is super weird, but fun. Like Wolverine, like, you know, wreck and shop is, is definitely fun. And they seem to, like, I almost wish I knew more about the super guardians because in the next page, like, uh, Hank kind of wraps two of them together and uses their powers against one another. Um, Yeah. And it looks cool, but I don't really know exactly what's happening. No, it. I mean, it's every. It's weird. It's like the, the text of what is happening is cool. Mm-hmm. It 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 is really hard to experience it in the proper way. Like your brain kind of has to fill in the details because of the shoddy art. Um, you know, and it, it just it's it's in you know Grant Morrison knows how to write a comic. That's you know we, we keep t- going on about that. So like the writing moves it along. Like the, none of the dialogue is embarrassing. Like it's snappy. You know, it's 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 good, but it's like man, it's like not a good action scene. It made me want like this issue to be remixed yes. or remastered. remastered you know what if <laughs> what if the entire grant morrison run was done with frank quietly like he had spent the last 10 years doing that and we d- didn't know and they released that 
you know, I would buy that big omnibus for like a hundred bucks. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I'd get it right as hell. Um, after all of this, uh, the super guardian guy shows up gladiator gladiator. Thank you. Um, and gladiator is a guy that has showed up in these books before. Um, he's, yeah, gladiator is a very specific word and does not describe what this man does. No, not at all. Like, why it, is he it, called gladiator? Why does he have a, a weird, like Mohawk, like a white boy mo- Mohawk? <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. very strange. Um, but his, he has like belief based powers. In other words, if he believes in himself, then he can do better shit. Basically. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Superman whose strength is commensurate with his belief, yeah. which is a cool idea. Um, and again, you know, the dialogue here is good. Wolverine's like, Hey, you super moron. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, again, we're friends. And then we get the worst drawing of Wolverine, uh, down below this where he's holding his claws out and he looks like he has rabbit teeth. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. He looks like he has like two solid front teeth and that's, and that's really it. It's yeah, really it's, weird. It's really bad. It's and horrible drawing of Wolverine. All it's the stuff with um, Gladiator too. Like like look at his face from the panel yes. at the top right to the bottom like and it's already different on the same page. Whoa. Like yeah. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah, it is it's really really rough shit. Um you know, and uh Gladiator is like no, you know, you have been we've been as imperial order, you've been sterilized, you know, you fought with honor, we're going to carry this out with dignity, etc. Um we cut over to Jean Grey. Uh, they're in the room with Cassandra Nova's body, where Charles Xavier's brain is at, is rapidly dying, as we mentioned before. Um, all the humans are here, and Kabambo, uh, just smashing through the wall, there comes Gar- uh, Gladiator with Beast and uh, Logan. Yeah, and with- again, good dialogue. I love Wolverine's like, Gene, I tried to talk him out of it. <laughs> you know, he's all bloody. He obviously got into a big fight. And and our boy Star Colossus is still in the background there. So yes. in case you wanted yeah. more more of that guy for some reason, worst haircut, worst haircut, Colossus <laughs> and Colossus out of all the X Men, truly one of the worst haircuts. I have, probably. yeah, that's that's a super bad haircut. Um, yeah, we get Yikes. the same we get the same thing from Jean Grey of like, no, you got to listen to me. That's not that's not really Lalandra. That's not Xavier, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but very quickly, uh, another guardian comes in and is like, Hey, I found Smasher. And if you remember, Smasher was sent from the empire to warn the mutants of what was going to happen. And he is able to confirm like, Oh yeah, that's not Lelandra. That's Xavier. I saw everything. Yep. Um, and they do some foreshadowing here, um, where gladiator is like the empress, the empress is beyond reproach. Like he starts having his identity crisis Hmm. that he's going to have in a couple issues early, um, here. And, uh, you know, even he's, you know, he says he looks up, you know, the empire is polluted. Like his faith is starting to die. Uh, as is Jean Grey, as she's like collapsing from the Sentinels. And Beast finally is able to get this out. Like we got dosed by Nano Sentinels. I was trying to tell you that earlier. Like that is why you feel like you're going to die. Um, they're inside us. They're eating us. Nano Sentinels are so fucking cool. Like I'm usually I check out at Nano Machines or whatever because it's basically like a magic right. wand. But like Nano Sentinels in the X Men universe, that's so fucking cool. That's that's way dope. way cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a super tiny Sentinel way cooler than a super super tiny machine. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 A super Nano tiny machines. machine with a purpose, I guess, is what what I really get off on. <laughs> well, and they have little helmets too. Like they look like little helmets. <laughs> like little they look like shrimps with Sentinel heads. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, so now we cut back over to uh, the starship uh, where Scott and Zorn have literally been loaded into some sort of space gun and pointed at the earth. And uh, yeah, it's, this is something too, where I felt like a better artist could draw attention to the absurdity of the fact that they are being loaded, like 
the great Giuseppe in a, you know, a circus or whatever. <laughs> like, it's very funny that, that, like, why does this CR have a human shooting gun? Yeah, it's like a so... Gun that uses people as bullets. What, like, did, were they designing that? Or did they, <laughs> like, did they have that on hand? Like, did, as soon as they met a, a human, were they like, well, I've got to make a gun that well, shoots so, that. So, so, someday I'm going to have to shoot that. It's the, it's the CR way. <laughs> Lelandre, like, do you mean shoot at it? No, 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 no. I mean, I need to no, shoot that. Don't question the Empress. <laughs> like, I'm impeachable. <laughs> Build me a human gun. <laughs> what did she mean? The Empress's will must be obeyed. And then they just built this thing, and then it just was, you know, gathering dust sure. for the entire run of the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. uh, until this issue when they finally had some humans to shoot at Earth. <laughs> and that's why we don't cover in Marvel Encyclopedia on this podcast, everybody. <laughs> God. Yeah, like those, like those books are just the devices. Mm-hmm. Gotta find the human gun. Like. Mutant Shooter 2000 here. I stumbled across uh, Gary's Kryptonite the other day. Apparently, someone in the 80s wrote a like a, a Star Wars book um, that was mm. specifically all of that stuff. Um, oh, like, yeah. But about the Empire, like, rank and, you know, file, like, all of these, like, super detailed drawings of the, of the and how they, how everything works and, like, what certain level of stormtroopers do and don't. And it was just like, I was like, wow, this is like, none of this yeah. is fun. Like there was no, there was nary an adventure to be had. <laughs> like, it's no, just... no, it, it, yeah. That, that, that stuff was huge in the nineties too. I used to have a book that was that for uh, star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking loved it. And I don't know why. Cause it, cause it was so bland. It was just like, here's a, a blueprint of a tricorder. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking in the zone. Hell Yes. So yeah. uh, Scott and Zorn are tired of putting up with all of this rabble, and Scott reminds yep. Zorn that G-Type is, um, what does he say, yeah. a bio, a living solar plasma, and of course Zorn yeah. has a star in his head, and yeah. they do you fancy... You have superpowers, you moron. Yeah, yeah. Both of us have superpowers we could have been using, presumably, this entire time. Um, yep. And it looks like Zorn just dissolves the living space plasma. Is that what happens? He, he comes back, though, too. Like yeah. He just kind of knocks him out. You know, I think he's supposed to have fallen down. That's what the word bubble mm-hmm. that's coming from below is supposed to be implying. And that's like smoke coming from his face because later he's just fine. But then he does get melted later as well. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, and then they're free and that's kind of our end. Here. But but like in the like behind them on this like huge splash page where they're like trampling over their enemies, Zorn and Scott, like behind them, the human gun is still fine. Like, did they just slip oh, yeah. out? <laughs> like, were they, yeah, they, they were they holding themselves in there? Like, was it a trust system? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's the honor system for the human gun. Like, it's like a, it's like a subway. Uh, it's it, when like when Homer like reached into the vending machine to grab two sodas and, and like the fireman's like, are you still holding on? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm disappointed we didn't get to see the human gun go off. Yeah. Also, Smasher just jumped out of the thing. Yeah. Why didn't he use this human gun? Well, I mean, because he, yeah. he didn't, he fucked up the landing to begin with. Imagine if he was shot out. Like, he would have really fucked up the landing. Right? Yeah, you only want to do that when it. you're trying to destroy the Xavier Mansion. <laughs> and we're trying to or do entertain that. circus children. <laughs> so, true. One yeah. or the other. Yeah. Um, and that's the issue. It's just yep. setting us up for, you know, hey, like the tide is turned now. Again, mm-hmm. this is a weirdly optimistic and fun and adventuresome arc. You know, the the Cassandra Nova stuff, the way they structure the bleakness is really interesting because early on it's very bleak and doom and gloom. But most of this arc, like the characters start getting confident pretty quick. You know, like, oh, yeah, we're fucking X-Men. Like, we, we got this. Uh, you know, and it, it's satisfying. Like, it feels good to see the good guys like slowly realize like, no, actually, we're hyper competent and awesome. Like, we're going to we're going to. Fuck this shit up. 
and it's and it's good like i i, I like all of this like the the, yeah. the the art is a little iffy i mean that last splash page with cyclops face looks fucking garbage but uh it's amazing yeah this is this is <laughs> igor cordy's worst shit the uh like but but overall like this this is this is my good x-men shit like this is crazy stuff happening nobody like i don't know what's mm-hmm. going on i don't know how they're gonna get out of the situation but like gladiators on our side now so that has to be good yep <laughs> so spoiler it isn't it isn't um, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so so we will be back uh, with a, with episode one twenty five. If you yep. like this show, ratings, and reviews, and patreon.com dot slash TV are all very useful. Yep. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for leaving some good reviews. We've had some good ones lately that uh, weren't mm-hmm. absolute trash fires. So I very much appreciate that. And uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see you in a couple of days. Happy New Year.